0: Welcome to the Emotional Eating Unwrapped Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Kessler, an emotional eating and weight loss coach for women looking to fall in love with eating, create healthy attachments with food, and lose weight sustainably. Today's episode is pulling back the curtain on the truth behind hustle culture and the real impact it has on our behaviors with food and eating. We'll explore how this issue affects women, the emotional toll it can take, and how giving in to hustle culture on a regular basis can lead to stress, overwhelm, and ultimately comforting yourself using food. It's essential to recognize the underlying energetic dynamics and impact of hustle culture on women's emotional and even physiological well being. I'll talk today about why our modern lifestyle and values can influence the way we relate to eating and food, and I'll provide the steps you can take to prioritize self-care and start establishing healthy boundaries. So I'm so excited to dive into this topic because not only is it near and dear to my heart, but I personally struggled with giving into hustle culture. I struggled with Uh, the ramifications of hustle culture. And, you know, it really took an impact on my physical and emotional health. And so I'm just excited to be sharing my thoughts, my feelings, how uh, I moved through it, how I believe you can move through it. And um, yeah, so let's Let's get into it. So what is hustle culture? Hustle culture is a lifestyle, ultimately. Hustle culture is a lifestyle where the glorification of constant productivity and achieving takes center stage. So ultimately, we're hustling, right? We're constantly thinking about the next thing that we can achieve, the next thing we can conquer, Um, Our antennas are up like crazy as to what we don't want to miss out on, um, what other people are doing, what the next level up is, right? This kind of like leveling up type of of culture. And that leveling up is uniquely difficult for women because – the modern society has these expectations on women to excel, both personally and professionally. right? So women women specifically have this have this expectation to excel professionally, balance family, be a mom, uh, maintain a certain image while they're doing it, right? Almost like this image of doing it all. And it can be really overwhelming, and it's a precursor to burnout. And burnout is that feeling of just complete exhaustion. Uh, there's many different uh, symptoms of burnout, which we'll get into. But as a result of giving into hustle culture, um, you know, of, of really just continuing to be on that hamster wheel of go, go, go what can happen, and especially for me in my in my work and for myself specifically, women will turn to food as a way to feel relaxed and will hyper-focus on eating as a way to feel in control and grounded, right? So certain foods will become our safe place, our foods that we'll choose to go to to relax. You might notice this now if you come home from from work and you immediately gravitate towards a certain food. Uh, a lot of times that food is a sweet food because uh, the sweet taste provides that sense of comfort and connection. Uh, and hyper-focusing on eating, so thinking about when that next meal is, hyper-focusing on body image, right? Hyper-focusing on the the activity of eating is a way to feel in control and grounded. The thing the thing is, and if you're listening to this, you may already know this internally, you may just be awakening to this for yourself, or this might be new for you to hear at all, is this behavior of hyper-focusing on eating and turning to food to feel relaxed and soothed only temporarily relieves stress. And the sense of control that focusing on eating provides is fleeting. And what often happens is the chronic dependency on food to regulate our emotional state to get us from that sympathetic fight or flight day to day lifestyle to the parasympathetic, more rest and digest, relaxed, uh, relaxed state of our nervous system. Uh, if we turn to food to be the vehicle to get us there, we end up essentially getting addicted to that cycle. And it ends up leading to an unhealthy cycle where eventually we don't feel great and guilt and shame can arise surrounding overeating. And, you know, the preoccupation with food actually ends up becoming really exhausting in and of itself and can add to the emotional burden. So let's talk about why hustle culture is so attractive to us. Um, And there's a few reasons why. It is innate in our nature to think that the more we do and the more we get, the more fulfilled that we're going to be. Right, and we're fed this narrative as young girls. I definitely was given that narrative, given that perspective that growing up in, you know, the 80s, the 90s, um, I had every opportunity, right? So I had every opportunity and I should take every opportunity, right? I had the opportunity to be in the workforce. I had the opportunity to, you know, be a, be a, have, be a mother, um, get married, right? And it was like this kind of thing where it's like, is it an opportunity or is it an expectation? Right? Am I allowed to choose one or the other? But there's this underlying there's this underlying narrative where it's almost like you are really successful if you can do all of those things. And it really is unique to women because men don't have that same pressure, and it is really something that we were taught almost subconsciously to to chase and to achieve. And this belief system, this narrative, has you know is really, I believe, to be the um, almost like the birthing and the root cause of what hustle culture is today, the constant go, 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 do it all, be it all, all those things. And so opportunity really is a double-edged sword. And that's why it's attractive, right? It's attractive because we've been told this story about it for so long. Um, and, you know, and so that's really one of those reasons. It's also attractive because, we do have this, this idea that if we achieve this, if we get this high level career, if I make this level in my work, if I make this much money, if I can just get to this place, um, I will feel more fulfilled. Right. But what we know is that getting more does not lead to feeling more authentic self-esteem or belonging. So we can feel proud, validated, and productive, which are feelings that we get from achieving. But oftentimes, that is not a direct correlation to other feelings that we want to get, like, connection, relaxation. Those needs are not met, right? We think that we'll eventually get to the place where we can get those needs met once we reach a certain level. But the truth of the matter is the more time we spend chasing, the farther we are from feeling like we've arrived at the permission to relax. You know, really understanding the difference between true self esteem which comes from you know being honest with with yourself and being honest with the energy that you want to move through your life with and what is really a, what is really being motivated by achievement right and almost like an illusion of of self esteem okay so let's talk about how this this hustle culture lifestyle impacts women on a physiological level, okay? So on a physiological level, living in a lifestyle that is constantly in fight or flight, that's constantly being driven by adrenaline, um, reactivity, um, chasing the next thing, um, trying to do everything, just having your nervous system constantly on high alert, physiologically, we can become imbalanced hormonally. We can get burnout. We can get weight gain from just not being as mindful, not being as attentive. Um, That's one of the reasons why we can gain weight. Also from inflammation. Um, You know, and there's a hormonal difference that we need to talk about when it comes to men and women and why this hustle culture is more suited to men who, which is more suited to men, but really it's more suited to masculine energy, right? So masculine energy, if we think about it, is related to the hormone testosterone. The hormone testosterone Is more prevalent in men. That's why I say men, uh, you know, men are more suited for this hustle culture type of lifestyle because by nature, testosterone is the hormone of doing, right? Estrogen is the hormone of feeling. And so, women, by nature, because we have more um, estrogen, we're just naturally more feeling creatures, right? And the thing with being a woman or being someone who has more natural feminine energy, because the more estrogen you have, the more feminine essence that you have, the more opportunity to cultivate feminine energy you have. Um, The thing about this is that you get more empowered by being more connected to your feminine essence, but if you feel like you are subscribing to that type of lifestyle and that's not in your nature you're you're really abandoning your natural essence and that disconnection can cause major imbalances that lead to exactly what i was saying before right it can lead to irregular periods you know it can lead to a lot of different um emotional and energetic um, misalignments in your life, right? And some of those misalignments will show up in your romantic relationships, your other relationships in your life. Um, It can show up in feeling like you're over-functioning. And You know, when we're disconnected from our natural feminine essence because we're spending so much of our day and so much of our time in our masculine energy, we end up managing and taking care of everyone else's feelings and needs, and we ignore our own. And for that reason, eating and food become the place where We seek sweetness and a sense of feeling calm, right? So when we are disconnected from our feelings, needs, values, and desires, and we live our lives in constant go, 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 and reactivity, those parts of ourselves that are more vulnerable, more feeling-based, you know, have these really deep, needs and desires to feel connection, feel taken care of, feel like we're collaborating, you know, these really feminine essence values, right? When those parts of us aren't being seen through ourselves in our day-to-day life, they need to be expressed somewhere, right? And so we then adapt by making eating and food the object through which these parts of ourselves can live. Food and eating become where these needs get met. And this is why emotional eating and hustle culture are intricately connected. This is why if you are a woman who is finding herself emotional eating now, you, you know, and you are resonating with what I'm saying about hustle culture and living in fight or flight and feeling like you're taking care of everyone's needs and constantly managing and consistently feeling like you're chasing the next level, um, and you have FOMO, fear of missing out. If you are resonating with that, then this is why you could be emotionally eating. Right? It's because of the belief system, it's because of the lack of of living from your true identity, right? If you are someone who's emotionally eating and in a hustle culture, it's likely that you're not naturally you're not naturally somebody who has more masculine energy as a woman, right? So there are some women who have more masculine energy. And you might know some of them. They might be your friends. They might be your mom. They might be your boss. And they actually feel pretty aligned in this hustle culture because they just happen to have, they might have more testosterone, who knows, but energetically, they're just, they're more masculine, right? It's just more aligned for them. But if you're someone who's emotionally eating and you have a hustle culture type of of lifestyle, it's likely that you are it's likely that you are more feminine than you've accepted about yourself. Your essence is more feminine than you've accepted about yourself, and you have to learn how to slow down, how to take care of your own needs, how to receive being taken care of. How to be slower in your lifestyle? How you know how just how to stop being an antenna that's just receiving tons of stimuli all the time, and you know create more boundaries for yourself energetically. And so as we start to move from the masculine energy of fight or flight of hustle culture into the more feminine energy of slowing down, there can be some withdrawal symptoms, right? There can be some withdrawal symptoms that we actually feel in our bodies. Even if we really desperately want to stop, we really, even if we really desperately wanna get off the hamster wheel of the hustle culture lifestyle, just be prepared that there are some withdrawal symptoms, and so some of them are boredom. Bo- you know, a withdrawal symptom of a hustle culture is boredom, right? You're gonna have a lot more space. So when you start saying no to things, when you stop chasing and start and stop chasing achievements and all of these types of um you know, when you start making decisions and saying yes to this, no to this, this isn't aligned for me, there's going to be more space in your life. So as you start to have boundaries, make choices, say no, there's going to be more space. And that space, when you're not used to it, can feel very uncomfortable. And that could be a big trigger for wanting to turn to food. So food we can turn to to feel relaxed and ter- and food we can turn to to avoid the uncomfortable feelings that being relaxed bring up, right? When we're not when we're not avoiding something. Right? So if you think about if you use food as a way to relax and you're in that hustle culture lifestyle, essentially the relaxation is welcome because it's just so, there's so much flooding of stimuli. It's a different experience when the relaxation is not welcome. It's from a different place and there's not any stimuli to escape from. You're just proactively creating space for yourself. Right? When you proactively create space for yourself in your life and you're not used to it, that's going to be stressful emotionally for you, and that's when we can turn to food in that instance, right? So these are some withdrawal symptoms of hustle culture is edginess, right? It can feel really edgy to stop chasing because that mindset and that energetic habit of going and chasing stuff and achieving is still there. Right? It's still going to be in your cells. It's still going to be in your system, even though you've made a different choice with your time and energy. That imprint is still going to be there for a while until it's not, right? And it's it, it will eventually go away, but in the beginning, it can be it can feel edgy. because again, hustle culture and being in your masculine energy is do, do, do. And so when you proactively and consciously slow down and stop doing, that energy to do is still going to be there. And the work is not giving in. And even more work is not using food as a way to do anyway, right? It's not using food as the place that you do and, and you know, relieve that that energy that feels like it needs to be released, right? And so that's these are some of the things that you want to just become aware of as you start to shift from hustle culture into a more balanced way of living and trying to create a relationship with food and eating that feels healthier uh, and that really can and that really feels loving towards yourself. So what are some of the steps, right? What are some of the steps that? we can do. We, we first want to take a hard look at ourselves and be honest. And I've said this before, what energy are you? What's your identity? Right? What is, is, is the life that you're living right now reflective of your true needs, desires, values? Right. We want to really just get honest and say, am I really living how... You know, how I want to live, is the energy that I'm putting out, I'm receiving aligned for my unique val- value system, my unique needs, my unique desires? Okay? So you want to ask yourself that. Then you want to embrace the concept of good enough, right? At a certain point, what you're doing in the world, how you're showing up in the world, you have to say to yourself, this is good. This is good enough, right? And not good enough like uh, good enough, you know, like average, right? Not that. But this is, this is good, right? Like I'm enough. It's really like a self-worth thing, right? Like I'm enough as me. I don't have to keep proving, doing, chasing. Um, I don't have to do it all." Right, like I'm enough. And that gets easier when you know your values, needs, and desires, and you're really living and making decisions and moving through the world from that place. Next, it's crucial to establish healthy boundaries around your time, around your energy. Uh, you don't always have to be managing, doing, producing, right? You don't always have to be doing that. Um, really establishing these energetic energetic boundaries. Uh, and part of that is learning to say no without guilt, um, and without fear of missing out. Right? So when that no becomes really pa- empowered, Right? And the no comes from, I know myself and I'm saying no to this. That's where we want to get to. And we also want to ask for help when we need it. Right, So learning to receive. Learning to receive, ask for help, and realizing that help is not a weakness. We don't have to do everything ourselves. And the last thing is developing healthier coping mechanisms that are not related to eating and food. So everybody will have their own coping mechanisms, their own self-care. And so some of that could be, you know, for me it's for me it's laying on the floor sometimes, like feeling I like, I, I feel like laying on the floor you're connected to the earth. Um, and the earth is very, very comforting, right, Uh, in general, uh, energetically. And um, I'm certified in Ayurveda, and in Ayurveda, the earth is representative of the mother, mother earth. That's why we call earth mother earth. Uh, It is very, very comforting. So sometimes I'll just lay on the floor. I'll take a walk. Um, You know, it's especially when you're shifting from hustle culture to – to a slower, you know, a slower way of living, trying to heal from that hustle culture mentality and lifestyle value. Like I said earlier, the energy is really strong. So I don't recommend meditating seated or in stillness, because it's going to be very hard to sit in stillness at first. So, some of the coping mechanisms you want to do is using your body. So even if that's if that's shaking, if that's walking, something that uses your body. But what we don't want to do is use our body to eat, because that is an action that that we do use sometimes um, when we're not aware. We want to use we want to use thing, we want to use our body in ways that are not food related. Okay, So I just want you to remember that you are not alone in this journey. And rewiring your patterns and your energetic boundaries, it is hard and it takes time. But by recognizing the impact of hustle culture and actively working to prioritize your emotional well-being, you are really taking a powerful step towards reclaiming your life and your self-worth, and this will include your eating habits. Your eating habits are such a reflection of your lifestyle values, the the actions and the way that you live your life, and your self-worth. So these things are all connected. So hopefully you found this episode helpful. And every week, I share new episodes about how to change your attachments to food and fall in love with eating so you can start losing weight and keeping it off with lasting change. And please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at BeWellByAK. I also have lots of advice and free resources on my website to help you on your journey to loving food and losing weight. So all you need to do is just go to bewellbyak.com. And before I close, I just want to say again, you can do this. You 100% can do this. I am here to support you in changing your habits and relearning how to understand your emotions so you can learn to love eating and feel safe with food. Until next time. I'm Alana, and thank you for listening to Emotional Eating Unwrapped.